They say love is the strongest magnetic force on the planet Earth. But if this is really true, why is love such a complicated subject matter? Welcome to Speaking of Love, the podcast, and I am your host, LaToya. I created this podcast in honor of my dad, who was an acclaimed television broadcast engineer for nearly four decades. He also hosted an award-winning radio show called Speaking of Sports, which is the inspiration behind the name of this podcast, Speaking of Love. My dad was an amazing guy who achieved levels of success that most people only dream of. He was held in the highest esteem, and yes, he was a star in the public eye. But on March 2nd of 2020, his private struggles became public when he murdered his wife, moments before taking his own life. So I created this podcast as a platform for spreading love around the globe while raising awareness for mental health and suicide prevention. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Speaking of Love, the podcast. My name is LaToya, and I am the host of this podcast. Today, I am here with you on a Saturday. This is my 89th episode. I am so proud of myself. 89 episodes with wonderful people all around the world. And today, I am here with a beautiful young lady. She is here. She is an amazing spirit. Let me introduce you to Sendo Wallace. Sendo is a heart-centered, licensed hypnotherapist, life coach, and owner of Blooming Lotus Hypnosis. She works with women one-on-one to overcome emotional eating and food guilt by helping them find their way to food freedom. Sendo understands and has overcome struggles with her relationship with food. She's passionate about inspiring other women to do the same. She received her hypnosis certification from one of the best hypnosis school in the Pacific Northwest. She was trained in the most advanced and evidence-based techniques. She is constantly exploring the most cutting edge methods to deepen her practice to provide the best service possible. Cinda lives in Spokane, Washington with her partner, Judge, and an exceptionally perfect dog, Monty. When she isn't working with clients, you can find her traveling, well watching, creating art, enjoying nature, and volunteering. Sendo is an advocate for all citizens of planet Earth. Welcome to Speaking of Love, Sendo. It's so great to be here. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for that beautiful bio. I am so happy to have you here. Uh, you and I met virtually and I, I read your profile and you are definitely someone who follows the mission of this podcast. So that's why I asked you to be here today. So talk to me a little bit about your, your growing up in your early years. What was life like for you as a sweet little girl? Yeah, so my life younger i grew i was born in california i only lived there for a couple of years and then we moved to montana where we actually opened up an elk ranch 
And so we lived in the biggest, we lived on the biggest elk ranch in the United States, like back in the early 90s. And so because of that, I grew up with some of the coolest friends. I had my own pet elk. Her name was Pocahontas, loved her to pieces. And I really was really close to nature and animals from a very young age. And so my, my younger years, I was a really happy child. And then my youngest brother came along and he has really rare heart and lung conditions where he had like 15 surgeries before he was even two years old. And he was not even supposed to make it past his one year. And so we moved around going to different hospitals and so we can get him the help that he needed. And during this time is when I really started to you know, feel sad because I was worried about losing my little brother and I saw the stress that my family was going through. And this is when I, I didn't realize it until I went through hypnosis later on, but this is when I developed my relationship with food, my, an unhealthy relationship with food, using food to, to cope with feelings and emotions and to feel better. And so my brother is still alive to this day. He is a miracle child and he's even taller than I am at this point too. And um, so then we moved to Idaho and when living in Idaho, I was very sheltered as living on a ranch and living in a very small town in Montana. And when I was introduced to like a public school and like this, this new, this, a new type of type of people, this is when I really started to develop anxiety and depression. And it was a really big struggle from about the ages of 13 all the way up until about 18 years old. I was on anti-medicine, um, anti-depression medicine. I was emotionally eating. Um, I was like almost 200 pounds at a very young age. I was, I went to weight loss camp twice when I was younger. And so the weight was always one of the biggest obstacles I faced throughout my entire life. And then when I was 18 years old, I discovered two critical things in my life. I discovered the law of attraction, the secret. And then I also discovered uh, teachings from His Holiness, uh, the Dalai Lama. And those two different things, I discovered them within a month of each other. And then those two different things really encouraged me that like, I can take my power back and I can start to feel better. And so I was able to get off the antidepressant medication and I was able to start exploring myself and knowing thyself. And then ever since then, I've been on this, this healing journey and not only healing myself, but also having a passion for helping and healing others and empowering others to do the same. So that's kind of where you are today. What what inspired you to start your business? Like, I know that you are certified and trained in hypnosis. Talk to us about how that that started for you. Yeah. So ever since I was in middle school, I had a dream about becoming an art therapist for kids. So I was a kid myself, but wanting to become an art therapist to, to help individuals with the with art. And I held on to that dream for a very, very long time, actually all the way up until like my early 20s. And, you know, going to college is, is kind of kind of expensive. And so it just wasn't really um, in the cards for me at that time. 
but I knew I came to earth to, for a bigger purpose. I knew I came here, I have a servant's heart that I came here to make a difference in the world. <laughs> you know, those are the kind of people that I love interviewing, people who have dedicated their lives to enhancing the lives of others. Those are people that I love, respect, and admire. And those are the types of people that I love having on my platform. So thank you. Yeah, you're most welcome. And, you know, hypnosis accidentally fell into my lap, really. I was on YouTube and I was taking a life, co life coaching course at this time to become a certified life coach. And I was on YouTube doing some research. And then I saw this video chatting with a hypnotist. And I was like, that's kind of interesting. So I watched it and everything that he said, like blew my mind. And I was like, this is my calling. I knew in my heart that this is what I meant to do. And then the rest is history. I did all my research and I went to Cascade Hypnosis Center and trained with Erica Flint in Bellingham, Washington and went from classroom to clients right away. And now my partner and I, we've helped hundreds of people within our community. Wow, that's amazing. So talk to me, Sindo. What happens to a person when they get hypnotized because you know you see on television how people they go into like a trance yeah like what happens to a person when they're hypnotized yeah so hypnosis is a very natural and normal state of mind latoya you have already been hypnotized hundreds if not thousands of times throughout your life really <laughs> it is so natural and so normal we go into hypnosis when we fall asleep at night like about five times before you fall asleep we are in a hypnotic state about five, 10 minutes when we wake up in the morning, when we are reading a really good book and we've been reading the book for hours, but it only feels like minutes. Has it ever happened to you before? Yeah. <laughs> or like when you're watching TV and like your, your favorite characters, they finally got together and you're crying for them. You're so happy for them. But really all you're doing is watching a flat screen TV with right. characters on it. So whenever we become completely like engrossed in a topic, we're going into a natural, normal state of hypnosis. So really all hypnosis is, is a natural state of mind of suggestibility and focus. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So what are the types of things that you hypnotize people for? I know there have been, people have been hypnotized to quit smoking, hypnotized to lose weight or to um, prevent some type of addiction. So yeah. what do you, what do you hypnotize for? So personally, my, the type of clients that I love working with is emotional eating, because again, I've been there before and hypnosis was my tool along with mindfulness and mindfulness and intuitive eating. It was really my key for success. And so I actually wrote a book, um, The Solution to Emotional Eating. Um, you can find it on Amazon or you can reach out to me to get a free copy. Um, and so I love working with emotionally eating clients. Then I, so I also work a lot with anxiety as well, too. And then I also love working with teens. So those are my three, uh, my three individuals, my, my three audiences that I work with. And my partner, Judge, he actually works with uh, the veterans, first responders, in regards to PTSD and pain management. So between the both of us, we have a wide scope of, of clients that we help navigate their life. So how do people benefit from becoming hypnotized? Like what is the benefit of your services? Yes. 
So for like emotional eating, for an example, um, I, I teach a lot of emotional wisdom in my practice. And we need, when we can understand that all feelings are good, even the bad feelings, such as in sadness and guilt and fear and anger, that we, and we know those feelings are good and that they're just trying to motivate us to meet a need, want, or a desire, we can then begin to make shifts in our life, creating more space between us and our actions. And where hypnosis comes into play is that sometimes we have limiting beliefs. Sometimes we have erroneous feelings. Sometimes we have mental blocks that take, that take root within our subconscious mind that we're, sometimes we're aware of it but sometimes we're not aware of it. And so we can use hypnosis as that tool to have become aware of these blocks and erroneous feelings and limiting beliefs. And once we become, once we become aware, we can then begin to understand it. And then we can overcome it. Then we can heal it. And then really what this does is helps create space between us and our actions and encouraging us to move into a thoughtful response and reminding us that we are in control over everything that we do say, think, and feel. So it's a really empowering process to go through. So would you describe it as like a coping mechanism? Because I know a lady who, she was afraid of uh, heights and she had to take a trip on an airplane and she actually became hypnotized in order to endure the flight. And so I believe that in those moments when she would feel fear or she would be afraid or if there was a little turbulence on the plane, she would use like a breathing technique. And it was almost like being hypnotized for her was a coping mechanism. Would you describe it as such? Definitely. I actually teach all of my clients a really powerful breathing exercise called the hypnotic two breath exercise. Mm. So I'm going to break this up into two different parts. So the first part is that what we would do is that we would put the client into the hypnotic state and then we would go look at this fear of, of flying. Where did it come from? Where did that belief system come from? Now, I do want to mention too with flying, I don't think it's very erroneous because I mean, really you're in like a big metal tube flying through the air. And so it's understandable. But we can use hypnosis as a tool to find out where that belief system came from, that flying is scary, that flying is, is dangerous. And then we can then go ahead and change our belief systems and our perceptions around that. And then what I do also is I teach all of my clients um, techniques that they can use to help them become independent. And so then they can do breathing exercises. They can do self-hypnosis on the plane to help keep their nervous system and help keep their mind and their entire being more calm and relaxed. Mm -hmm. Well, that's beautiful. So what do you love most about what you do? So many things. I, I love being able to be a guide and be a teacher and to be able to meet so many wonderful individuals in my community and around the world and really empowering the individuals to know that all of this change that they're going through is coming from within them. Mm -hmm. I'm not the one doing the changes because mm -hmm. I can't make anyone do anything that they do or don't want to do because we all have free will. But so then turning that mirror around and having them see themselves and recognizing that I can change and that I can do this and watching the transformation take place in just a couple of weeks. It's amazing. 
And then to also springboard off that, my partner and I, we're now instructors. So we're now uh, teaching and instructing other compassion individuals to become hypnotists and start their own business. So we're really looking forward to connecting with more individuals and then teaching them the skills. And so then they can make their tidal waves and make a bigger impact on the world. Oh, that's amazing. That is so beautiful. Why did you choose for your field of specialty? Why did you choose emotional eating? Mm. Was it more so because of your own experience with emotional eating or another reason? It was because of my own experience. Um, I, you know, I believe that we can help people when we have our own experiences. So since I've gone through it, I understand it. I'm able to have that, make that connection. And I'm able to use my lifelong history and experience and be able to help others apply that into their life to create mm -hmm. a difference. Mm -hmm. So because I've been there, I understand the struggles of it. And there's a lot of uh, guilt and shame tied to emotional eating, but really we all do it. We emotionally eat when we're happy. We emotionally eat when we celebrate. We emotionally eat when we're sad. And so we all do it, but there's such a shame tied to it. So I'm on a mission to be able to help empower women with their relationship with food and, and overcoming those obstacles. Yeah, and in essence, you're helping them live longer because of course we all know obesity is linked to health concerns, medical problems, depression, anxiety. So in essence, you're actually saving lives by doing the work that you do. Yeah. And I would even springboard off that. They're saving their own life mm -hmm. because they're choosing to come to me and they're choosing to do the work and they're choosing right. to implement the steps and the suggestions that I'm giving to them. So they are the ones choosing to take the high road to success it's not an easy road. It takes work and effort, but it is worth it for their yeah. life. You're the magician's assistant, as they say. <laughs> it's an honor. <laughs> yeah, you know, I can I honestly relate and identify with what you're talking about because food is love. Where I come from, food is love. And I love to cook. I'm a city girl, but I have southern roots. And my grandmother was an amazing cook. And one of the best ways that she would let us know that she loved us was she would cook up these big meals and, and serve the community. She was very actively involved with uh, cooking for the church and baking for the church. So I come from a background where food is love and I have developed that same love as an adult. When I cook and I serve a person a meal, when I present that plate to that person, I'm actually opening my arms to them with love. That's my that's my love. Like, that's my love language, food. So I have to definitely find a way to kind of uh, cut back a little bit on certain things. But yeah, I definitely understand what you mean about the emotional eating. Because when I, when I do something good in my life, I want to celebrate with food. When I'm feeling sad, like you mentioned earlier, you know, I just, let me just have something. This, this will help me feel better. So exactly. And the work you're doing is amazing. And so many people go through that experience as well, too, you know, and just know that you don't have to go through it alone. And it, can I make a book suggestion for you, LaToya? Is that okay? Sure, of and course. And also, too, for all your listeners as well, a really amazing book that is actually mandatory reading for all of my clients is The Secret Language of Feelings by Cal Banyan. 
And okay. it really has really a logical approach to feelings and what they're there for. And it's a really big um, platform of my business and what I teach because it's a very, again, logical steps to creating space between us and our actions and moving into a thoughtful response. And he does have little tidbits in there about emotionally eating and like what I call the feel bad distract cycle. Mm -hmm. So it's a really good book for eating one that has feelings or also works with people with feelings and emotions. That's awesome. We are here today with Sendo Wallace. She is a hypnotherapist and she is amazing. Um, she can be reached her. Your, is it your website is Blooming Lotus Hypnosis? Yes. Blooming Lotus Hypnosis.com. And then she also has another way that you can reach out to her at wellness at Blooming Lotus.com. Hypnosis.com. Is that correct? Yep. Well, uh, wellness at bloominglotushypnosis.com. Um, you can also find me on almost all the social media platforms. Um, you can find me on Facebook under Blooming Lotus Hypnosis, Instagram under Blooming Lotus Hypnosis, TikTok under Asindal Wallace. And so, yeah, I'm I'm everywhere. <laughs> she is everywhere and she is making a positive difference in the community. She's helping people. She has dedicated her life to helping enhance the lives of others. And that to me is tremendous. Um, what is the biggest, I guess I would say the biggest breakthrough moment that you've had in your profession helping people? Mm. The biggest breakthrough that I've had. You know, I would say that going, because we started our business in 2019, so a year before the pandemic started, and mm -hmm. being able to still grow through the pandemic and still being able to, to help people virtually, um, safety of their own home, I would say that was a really big accomplishment. And then also to becoming a certified instructors because mm -hmm. we are really passionate because like we can't do all of this by ourselves, you know, like one-on-one, -on -one, we can only make so much of an impact on a bigger scale. This is why we're on a mission to be able to, to train other compassionate individuals so we can make tidal waves around the world because everyone is going to attract their own clients that that's in alignment with them. And so we're going to be able to just make bigger waves and really make the world a better place on a bigger scale. So I would say those two things stand out to me the most. Yeah, that's amazing. Now, with the clients that you work with, have you had any testimonials or any people to come back and tell you about the evidence based of what you've been doing? Oh, definitely. We actually have five stars on Google. Um, so we have like 50 reviews on Google right now. We have quite a few reviews on our website. I actually have a success board in my office where it's completely anonymous. And so one of my first questions that I ask clients when they come in, what worked for you this week? And then so then that way we can you know, honor and see the small steps that we're taking to this bigger goal. Mm -hmm. If we have this big goal, it's like climbing a mountain and that could be kind of exhausting. And so the small little wins that we have are paving our way to success. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, yeah, I have tons of different testimonials and reviews that I've been honored that clients um, 
being vulnerable to share part of their story because it's a very personal experience. So I'm really honored for all the people that we've helped, that we've worked with, and all the people that we have not yet even met. Oh, definitely. That is so beautiful, Sendo. You are definitely walking in your gift. You're honoring your purpose in life. And I'm so excited that you have taken the opportunity to be here today. I want to talk to you a little bit about the certification process. Now you're certified. What was that process like to go through for you? It's a fairly intense uh, process. It's changed a little bit now because um, that was back in 2019. So when I went through my certification process, we had um, pre-homework that we had to do. So we had to read multiple books. We had to watch different videos. We had to take a test even before we even got to class. And then when we got to class, it was two weeks, 100 hours worth of hands-on training. So by the time I was done with training, like we were, I was already hypnotized at least like a hundred times. <laughs> and it was a lot of time distortion because it was two weeks. I felt like we were there forever, but then it was gone. It was done before we even know it. Yeah. And we also too have ongoing certifications. We have a certain amount of education that we need to do on a yearly basis. We make sure that we're keeping up with, um, the most cutting edge techniques. And so that way, so that way we can serve our clients better. Mm -hmm. So if there's a young lady or maybe even a young man who's watching right now or listening right now, and they're struggling with an emotional eating disorder, or they might think it could be a disorder, just maybe not diagnosed yet. What advice would you give them? Mm. What's the first step they should take to get help? I think the first step is knowing that they don't have to go through it alone. Oftentimes we feel that we, that we don't want to be a burden onto others or we have shame about sharing our experience with others. So I think the first step is knowing that we don't have to go through this alone. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, that can look different for different people. That could be reaching out to a family member, to a friend, reaching out to um, a licensed professional like therapist or hypnotherapist and doing your, your research and doing your due diligence and making sure that you're in alignment with this individual. I would also say finding someone that has experience with working um, with emotional eating as well too. So finding a specialist, so that's what they specialize in mm -hmm. and really you know, knowing that there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. Yeah. You might feel like there's something wrong with you, but there's nothing wrong with you. And, and there never was. And that you don't have to go through this alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so important. There's definitely comfort in numbers. No one wants to go through anything, whether it's good or bad, alone. You know, yeah. loneliness and being alone is not. It's not the way of life. You know, we were made and put on this earth to help each other and to be there for each other. So you definitely don't want to be alone when you're going through something like that. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sendo, for saying that. So this show is all about love. Love is the thing that makes all things beautiful. And I created this podcast in honor of my dad. My dad took his own life in a murder-suicide uh, in March of 2020. My father was a radio TV broadcast engineer, and he used to have a radio show many years ago called Speaking of Sports 
Well, I wanted to do something to honor him and I wanted to create something on a public platform because he loved public speaking. So instead of speaking of sports, my show is called Speaking of Love. So the million dollar question that I ask all of my guests who sit before me is, how do you define love? I want to mention to you real quick that it's this is such a beautiful way to honor your father. And I know that he's so proud of you and the oh, work that you're you. doing and the connections that you're making and, and you making your difference in your own way. So thank this you. is such a beautiful way to honor him. So what does love have to do with it, right? <laughs> so Right? You know, and so when I think about those questions, I think of a couple different things. The primary thing that I think of is that there's two, there's two emotions in life. There's fear and there's love. And which one are we going to lean into? One of my, uh, my life coaching teacher and a dear friend of mine, she has a acronym that she uses for love. That's living oneness of vital energy. And what comes to my mind in regards to that is that when we can begin to see ourselves in each other. So when I can see myself in you and you can see yourself in me, it makes it easier for me to love you, but then also to love myself and to stay in this compassionate self-love and knowing that love is the answer. Love is the high road. And we, we all deserve love. You deserve love. I deserve love. And not that, not just the love that we give, but the love that we can give ourselves to and being open to receive that love. Beautiful, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I love the way you define that and love the way you broke that down and just put it into the most beautiful terms. Thank you. Thank you. Sindo, you are such a beautiful woman. You are successful in your own right. You have created this platform of love where you're helping people. What's next for you? What can we see coming in the near future? So many different things. I'm sure that you know, as an entrepreneur, that we're always busy and always going, going, going. Mm -hmm. So for me, um, currently at this moment, we actually have our next training class at the end of May. And so we are still in searching for a couple of compassionate individuals who are looking to starting their own business and to make a difference in the world. And then also, too, um, I'm putting together a um, a weekend retreat with a couple other life coaches as well, too. And then I am also going to be a speaker at the Hypnosis Symposium in October as well, talking about um, amphitasia, which, which is a blind mind eye, um, how to help clients that have amphitasia, and then also, too, talking about emotional eating as well. Oh, that's beautiful. Congrats to you and all of it. I wish you the best of success, the best of luck in all of your endeavors. And you, you're definitely going to uh, leave your footprint on the world. I see it. Speaking of which, when the pages of your life are reviewed and your mission on the planet Earth is over, what do you most want to be remembered for, Sendo? What legacy are you leaving behind? That... I have made a positive impact in all of the lives that I've touched, mm. not just human lives, but also our, our earth, walking mm. gently on the earth 
and having compassion and love and uh, being a voice for the animals, being a voice for the voiceless and just leaving footsteps of compassion and love and empowerment. Wow. You're going to make me cry, Kendall. Kendall, I'm telling you, you're going to get me there. <laughs> Whew. It's so, you know, it's so funny that you said that about the animals. As soon as you said that, my cat walked over and laid her head on my foot. She's laying on my foot right now. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to share with our audience before we before we conclude the interview today? Hmm. Well, a couple of things, I suppose. If you are interested, at least toying around or thinking about starting a business that is going to make a difference in the world, please has, don't hesitate to reach out to me. We can have a conversation and we can see if this is going to be the right path for you so you can make an informed decision. Also, too, if you are struggling or anyone that you know is struggling with emotionally eating, I would be more than happy to gift my book away because that's why I wrote the book. So then that way people can have these seven steps, seven tools that they could begin to integrate into a life to make a difference in their own life. Wow. Thank you. And your contact information again is wellness at bloominglotushypnosis.com. And then we also have another way that you can reach out to her is bloominglotushypnosis.com. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct. Yep. And what's your TikTok handle again? <laughs> That's going to be Sindel underscore Wallace on TikTok. And then on um, Blooming on, uh, sorry, Instagram and Facebook is going to be Blooming Lotus Hypnosis. Wonderful. Well, Sendo, I really appreciate you being here on Speaking of Love, the podcast for my 89th episode. You are amazing. Keep up the great work. Let's continue to stay connected and work together. And I definitely want to support you in purchasing your book. So you and I will talk after the broadcast is over. But if you all have missed any portion of this broadcast, you can catch it live. Uh, I'm sorry. You can catch it on YouTube and Facebook. It'll live there forever. And then it'll also be available on all podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Sound cloud everywhere speaking of love just type it in the search bar and you will see the episodes pop up we did have a few people tuning in that left messages let's read them i have kirsten walcalf here watching hi kirsten she's one of my former students watching us today we have beverly briggs and she said sendo speak your truth happy to be listening to your story Thank you for watching, Beverly. That's so sweet of you. And then I have another one from Beverly. She says, hey, LaToya, love always. Glad to be able to listen today. Keep doing your thing and blessing and empowering others. Thank you. <laughs> so sweet. And then I have one more message here from Beverly. It says, awesome, Sendo. I pray both you for both of you and continue to purpose driven. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Beverly. Well, thank you all so much for being here. Have a great week. And I will be back next Saturday with another episode of speaking of love. I hope you all have a great week. Bye now. <laughs>